0: Hello. Hello. That's never happened before.
1: Where's your third guy?
0: We don't have a third guy.
1: Oh, I was looking on your about us page, and there was three <clears throat> people listed.
0: Yeah. So Dan Reed used to co-host in the first season, and got too busy, so he's gotcha. no he's no longer here. But Mark and I handle it pretty well, and we we got a good rapport going. We call we call Dan recently we've taken to calling Dan to see if he'll pick up (laughs) we talked to him offline but he never picks up when the show's on which is funny and he's been out of town like overseas in a couple places so he's not been accessible
2: I think we're at go live is that your dog yeah down boy
0: Okay, um, I think we're set. I'm going to just make sure I got my soundboard running. Uh... Badass. Okay.
1: Yeah, that works. I love it.
0: <laughs> I love Preston's face.
1: Giant floating head. It's just You're welcome.
0: this smile from ear to ear. Where was that photo taken?
1: That was actually at a work, uh, an after work party thing. I was going to say, just... it looks like a bar. Yeah, I was at a bar. I like so, bars. So you,
2: so you go to bars? Okay, so <coughs> I'm like plotting things for uh, when I see you this weekend.
1: <laughs> are you know more be than up, most people, I guess. Are
2: you going to be up at like a really high, like you know, a booth that overlooks everyone? or
1: <laughs> No, no. I'll be lurking, though, in the shadows. Okay, so behind games or underneath the pinballs? Right. Or... <laughs> yeah, you never know.
2: <laughs> wow, okay. What else do you want to talk about uh, before we start the show? Let's see. Hmm. It's. Uh... Oh, you know, um, I created that promo for you using. I don't know if you, rec-
1: do you recognize the photo. Uh, uh, no, I, I, I mean, I recognize the theme, but I don't know where you got the photo. Yeah, I'll
2: have to send you the original. Um, the thing is that after I created it, I realized I completely miscalculated where your shoulders were. So I apologize. <laughs> you <have laughs> no, more, yeah, your shoulders are way more manly than what I did. And so... Oh, uh, you just yeah.
0: totally drew the shoulders?
2: I did. I was like, oh, they're about <laughs> here, you know, because there was not enough uh, contrast between the background.
1: So. Well, I saw on Clav that someone doesn't know who I am and they thought I looked like noise or Noice. So uh, I was oh, excited about that. I saw <laughs> that.
2: I I thought it was like some kind of you know secretive joke or something. But no ice <laughs> is a is a thing today. I just learned noise about. Do you know what? Um, oh, I forgot the word. There's some word. Remember, do you know Little Tay?
1: <laughs> I uh, unfortunately just became aware of Little Tay because of like a a news article about little it. Tay. I'm stupider for knowing it.
2: Right. <laughs> anyway, so um. When when the show starts, I'll I'll look up whatever. There's something where you like when you're fronting. When you're like, oh gosh, I can't think of the word. When you're fronting. Now it's 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 like a cool new word, and we we need to all start using it as soon as I can remember <laughs> what it was. <laughs> Flexer, that's it. She's flexing. Like you know, when you start like bragging, mm-hmm. that's, that's flexing
0: flexing or flexing
2: or you know well what you know either one works probably we are down
0: with the lingo on this show
2: yeah so everybody uh, start using (laughs) flexing like when you're bragging you're flexing
0: flexing is that something you put on top of your hamburger bun
2: that's flax oh see flax seeds oh those are kind of gross on a burger but whatever dude
0: i said bun i didn't say it was burger in there
2: flexing So that's, you know, that's what we're going to do during my blog for the show. I'm going to tell John about this so that when I'm filming for John, he'll use the word flexing.
0: (laughs) Flexing.
2: I'm going to say I'll buy you two low carb beers if you use the word flexing at least once in your video. (laughs) So we
0: got Mike Martin in the chat and I think that's it. we, We might have a low chat number tonight or it's an off night.
2: Some informing. <clears throat>
0: Man, I have a lot of Uh oh. Hmm.
2: What's 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 going on? Are you alright?
0: Well, I'm just noticing that I have a number of app recordings that repeat on certain dates, so I need to go back and fix that.
2: What's an app recording? <clears throat> uh that's when we record the show. The show died. It did? i'm just
1: saying uh,
2: <laughs> oh no the topic we were doing so good with flexing and now oh
1: yeah well yeah. So is this a is this a prank show where you just convince guests to come on and then just never start the show yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah that's kind of how, how we
0: like to roll well we you know, we like cool. a couple of people in the audience before we kick it off plus we started <laughs> a little late so and this is sort of a cold open right here you know it was and,
2: so cold you should start it
0: right yeah. now okay here we go Live from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis,
1: Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. Intruder alert. Intruder alert.
0: season 2 episode 19 of the arcade radio podcast today is wednesday june 6 2018 and the time is now approximately seven thirty p.m central thanks for joining us in the arcadosphere this is your host adam corleon tonight i am joined by mark time rental what who is this? You change it up on me, and then uh, i got
2: you got you don't read these before you start oh the my show.
0: God, no this Stop. is just off the cuff. Stop. Time runner do it. mark Time dot shields or Mike uh, time runner or whatever you want to call him and the guest host of arcade radio this week is Preston Burt. welcome to the show
1: Hey, thanks for having me. glad to be here
0: you're uh you know we're we're, we're, we're the ones that should be thanking you, would, you know. <laughs> So uh, um, let's just jump into what we're working on. What do you say?
2: I I like it. And uh, for the people listening, we're going to sort of combine Preston's interview with what he's working on since that's basically what we're going to, you know, they're the same. He's
0: got limited time. So we're going to roll with the punches. Busy man.
2: We're going to call like old, uh, you know, uh, old shonies
1: later (laughs) on so
0: (laughs) hey shout out to british 1500 mike martin and dan copeland who are in the chat right off the bat so thanks
1: i know two of those guys are gonna be uh hanging out with me this weekend
2: sweet i'm excited to meet a lot of the people that never go to the other things
1: and, you know, in a
2: way, bless you for having this show because a lot of them won't leave. Earth. They're like, oh, it's too far, but I'll go to this. And I'm like, all right.
0: Well, and I also have to make a quick shout out to Andy Baldwin. Um, I need—I I got a, that um, that nice orange Donkey Kong Jr. that I'm going to do a little restoration on and uh, I ripped open the, the control panel. It's full of uh, micro switches and crap, you know. So I, I'm putting it back to the way it was meant to be. And Andy hooked me up with a nice, uh, refurbished, beautifully restored um, DK Jr. joystick. So, thank you very much.
2: Nice. What else is going on, Adam? Why don't you just...
0: Should I just keep going? All the guts. Today was a technology nightmare... Or, not today. This week was a technology nightmare week for me. It's only Wednesday. And uh, yesterday... Well, last week I I, I ordered an iPad Pro. I need one for work, and I thought it'd be great for when I'm on the road and we try to produce this podcast again, something a little more beefier. So I I got the the new iPad Pro with a pencil, and I was so waiting for it to arrive. Gave my old iPad mini to Christine, and so um, just kept waiting and waiting. And um, then I noticed that my phone was broken yesterday. The the vibration on it, the vibration motor had died. So no more notifications. Um, So I went in and I traded that in, and I got... Both my iPad Pro, my pencil, and a new phone yesterday. That just came, that has nothing to do with arcades, but I I like technology. I guess it does in the respect that we could produce the show with the iPad, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, it's funny that there's an iPad involved, but. What's wrong with that? funny. It's not funny. Haha. Ha. What? Am I insulting It's funny, you? weird. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> it's funny. So, listen. Well,
2: it's not like you're using like a Commodore 64 or you know, an Amiga. That would be weird, I think. Yeah.
0: No, it's a, it's a 2017 10.5 inch iPad Pro with uh, 512 Beautiful. gigs of RAM. It's, it's, <laughs> we have computers in the house that are not even as good as that. So I see. Yeah, you know, this is what it is.
2: Okay. Anything so, else going
0: on? Uh yeah, no, just working on the Donkey Kong Jr. I actually have to get on that because I got to take the monitor out this week, get that repaired. I have to have it back working in the machine by the 21st because I'm going to have another little shindig, and then, um. I'm going to have the cabinet brought to a little place up the road and have them paint it with uh, automotive paint because it was painted with a roller and it's okay but I want it to be nice and smooth and match the original color on the inside and all that stuff so that's my plan nice
2: okay and nothing about some neon I thought you got some kind of neon that you hung up oh yeah oh
3: yeah
0: It is right in print. (laughs) Very good. So, um, (laughs) um, yeah. So, I've been looking for a a nice neon to go above my Tapper uh, cocktail. And last week, a Budweiser uh, classic bow tie um, neon sign came up on um, Craigslist or not Craigslist, the um, Facebook marketplace. And it said Budweiser and then just in white letters below on tap. And I thought that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, and so she wanted 275 for it and I talked her down to 200 and then I went to go pick it up and I found out that it was new old stock. Wow. It it was still in the carton, the chains that, and the wood, it was all still in the carton and, um, she had taken pictures of it on, so she had taken it out of the box and then put it back in. Which, I mean, literally the thing's never been used. So, it's hanging above my tapper downstairs. I just put it up. I'm pretty excited about it. So, nice. Yeah. Good times. Mark, what have you been working on?
2: Oh, well, in the interest of time, I will combine all the three of these stories into one long story that only lasts three minutes. <laughs> There was a centipede that I saw for sale at one of those, you name the price. I called the guy, it was one of the, uh, you know, he, he did estate auctions and I said, I'll give you a hundred. And then he said, well, I think it's worth more than that. And then eventually we ended at 200. I got to go wherever, you know, he keeps all the dead people stuff. 200 and, is the lucky number this week. I got uh, that is my, I like that number. It's a good round number, especially <laughs> when you're buying a game and you don't know if it works or not. Right very true you know but uh, so that so i picked up a centipede not knowing if it worked and it worked it was fine i just you know <laughs> replaced the, the the plug and now i own a centipede cocktail a millipede and a centipede upright cool so what, uh, i guess the millipedes also an upright which um, one are so, you going to get rid of It's in the garage. I'm just going to clean it up and decide what to do with it. I think that the, uh, another competing expo, the, uh, Houston Arcade Expo, Mm -hmm. the theme is Centipede, and they want a whole line of centipedes for people to play. Did you put a picture up your centipede on, on the Facebooks? Uh, I will. Oh, okay. All right. I don't think I did. It may have been on my Instagram. Okay. And it has a Willis uh, control panel, which is kind of nice, but it's a little, a little ragged out, but, you know, I I think I'm going to get a repro Willis you know, control panel just to honor it. Sure. Um, what else? I, 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 I started screwing around with a K 4900 monitor and I should have never touched it because it went into vertical collapse as soon as I touched it. And now I have two of them with that. Uh, so I'm fighting it. I think I should bring both of them down while I'm doing it. Uh, so while that's going on, Sinistar Cine- is down and Sinistar. Um, yes. And in the final, what are you doing, Mark? Mark Shields' uh, bit of news. Uh, John from John's Arcade texted me the other day, and he said, "Hey, are you doing SFGE?" And I'm like, "No. Why?" And he's like, "I want you to go. You you should film." And I'm like, "Yes, sir." And so, <laughs> and so I uh, had some friends in town that were putting together, you know, a group to go out on a Winnebago named Eileen. It's leaving tomorrow at two p.m. That sounds awesome. 13 hour drive ish. I don't know how it's going to work. We have to like sort of navigate to somebody in Louisiana and pick him up. Hmm. And uh, I think there'll be seven of us in there. And, and that'll that's, smell that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be a fart contract uh, <laughs> that everyone must comply with and sign before entering the van. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> it's six guys and my wife.
1: So. Well, from what I hear, you're getting in there first. So you can just kind of like mark your territory. Yeah, that I way they d- come in fearful.
2: I'd like to be in a, you know, position where there's a venting situation. No, no, no. With. What? No.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, no, like oh my gosh, yes. So, I'm excited about this trip and I'm going to do a vlog and we've already started it and and it's <laughs> going to be fun. Uh, I mean, I really love the, uh, it's a, you know, a whole new adventure. And then maybe like a whole thing that I just do annually, which I'm hoping is true. So, Ah. And that's oh. what I'm working on Check it out That's awesome So
1: So is it my turn now? You want to hear well. what <clears throat> I'm working on?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey uh. do you want
1: to play
2: that uh, the, the the guest interview music? The little uh,
0: interlude? Oh yeah well, we could we could do that Hey yeah. Andy's asking to see pictures of my sign Did I post pictures of my sign?
2: They're on Adam's Arcade Just go to Facebook and search for Adam's Arcade <laughs> Yeah, go to Facebook. Well, he's not in that group.
1: (laughs) Is that your only sign? Is that your only neon?
0: Here, let me put it up. There it is. Can you see that?
1: Oh, are you streaming it somewhere?
2: Let's see. Can you see it? No, we can't. It's in your other, you know, whatever you're using to capture all this video. Oh, never mind. Like if you watch the video, I'm like behind. Oh, it did you know, work. My audio is ahead, but my video is. Behind. It actually did work. Oh well,
0: that was the sign. Yay! Yay!
2: <laughs> all right, let's 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 introduce our guest.
0: Okay. Um. Well, you know, this is all right. Here we go. This is this this is the long intro, just because you know we're we're trying to drown this out. So. Who do we have, Mark?
2: Preston Burt. Hey, guys. (laughs) Thanks for having me on the show again.
0: Well, this is (laughs) the shortest show. As soon as this is over, we're going to play the end theme and we'll be done. (laughs) No. Shortest (laughs) show ever.
2: Rest assured, everybody, we are doing news and we are doing what's in the juke. What? So, yes.
0: We should have called this episode the Upside Down.
2: Well, it could be. But we already
0: did that episode, didn't we?
1: I don't know. Uh, Speaking of the Upside Down, yeah. Just because my wife just finished watching Stranger Things, because I finally convinced her to watch it, um, one of my friends has uh, his missile command on the set of Stranger Things season two. So I've played a Stranger Things game. So uh, that's that's one of the benefits of living here in Georgia.
2: That's rocking. Did yeah. he have an LCD in it, or was it? No, a... it's
1: original. They sourced everything uh, authentic.
2: Nice, except for the dig dug apparently. Right, Sweet. which they
1: they modified
2: so because they needed to have it show that name and everything right (laughs) okay i get it yes i will give them that i'm not going to maintain a purist like (laughs) (laughs) i just got yelled at today for having time machine stuff on my delorean by some guy who doesn't like time machines anyway long back to you (laughs) preston Uh, (laughs) hey our first question we ask this of most guests as a youth what what were the circumstances when you first became hooked on arcade games
1: Oh, wow. Okay, so Hooked probably didn't happen for me until uh, I was probably uh, 11 or 12. I, I played them uh, growing up here and there just because they were, they were everywhere. Uh, so I was born in 1980, to give you perspective. Got it. And, uh, Youngin'. But I hit my sweet spot there uh, when I was 11 or 12, and I could just ride my bike outside of my neighborhood, t- turn down the corner, and there was a, a corner store you know it sold gas it sold convenience stuff um, candy bars and then in the back they had a game room that was really well operated and constantly churning out new games and so that's where that's where I first laid eyes on Street Fighter 2 which hooked me you know that's where I got to play Terminator 2 pinball machine that's where I got to play uh, Captain America and the Avengers <laughs> so um, I have fond memories of a lot of the 80s stuff like Bad dudes and Galaga and things like that but It was the circumstances of uh, competitive fighting games of the Street Fighter era that that really, really uh, locked its claws into me. What's
2: your favorite Street Fighter character to play?
1: (laughs) Chun-Li. All right. (laughs) But it's, you know, out of of necessity back when I was a kid, you know, it it was the best button masher character, right? You just whack on that kick button. So I'm all about, I was very conservative in my um, arcade money. So I'd play stuff that I could either just like, you don't have to know how to do it and do okay. Or it was like a safe bet. And so once I figured that (laughs) Chun-Li move out, I was just a safe bet for me.
2: Did you ever find uh, like any other secret moves, uh, you know, from for her particular character, Uh, like through the, what, BBSs or?
1: (laughs) No, no, but uh, you know, just how old we were. um, I remember having to go to like, the game pro magazine or whatever that listed all the special moves. And, and so I compiled a master sheet on my word processor because we didn't have a computer in the house. So I, we had electronic word processor and I type all these moves out and save them onto a a floppy disk. Um, But no, I, I don't remember any secret moves, but I did, I did have a catalog of them all.
0: Nice. Is Ryu a character? Yes. That's the one I play.
1: Oh, yeah, he's good. He's my second character that I go to. Yeah. But, uh, I'm you guy know, I with like the, the I'm pretty good, but then I get my ass handed to me whenever I go to one of these shows, and there's somebody who just lives and breathes Street Fighter, and <laughs> my heyday is long gone.
0: Our first guest on Arcade Radio ever was a guy by the name of Tim Wilsey that's a huge fan of those. He's same age uh, group, um, loves fighting games, uh, fantastic at Street Fighter.
1: But you know, it's what's cool about this stuff is like that—that's what really hooked me. But then once you're a collector, I mean, the path that you go into what really interests you and 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 where that leads is really different. Um, you know, I've got games in my collection now that I never ever played growing up, but I would never get rid of now. Um, like I, I've got a journey. Um, it's mm-hmm. it, it's not an, it's not a hundred percent original. It's mm-hmm. it's it's powered by Mame, so. Oh, okay. Uh, but, hey, it's in an original cabinet, and it's got Rich's art on it, so it looks and breathes like a wow, speech.
2: Adam is in that same circumstance right now,
1: yeah. oh yeah, yeah, so you know, I love the band, uh, I never played the game, but the game's great i love the love like the five stages <laughs> of the game, it's so pretty, it's you know even cheesy. though I grew up on fighting games, the, the classics really took hold through yeah. the collecting hobby.
0: what's your favorite uh give us uh, your top five classics top of your head? It doesn't have to be top five Top uh, uh
1: warlords I have a warlords upright two player ooh. Uh,
0: that's that's very
1: rare. Uh yeah, I thought the so what's crazy is I always thought the the cocktail was rare err, but I, I come to find out that, that no actually the upright is rarer. It's just the cocktail is more in demand because you can do four players on it. But right no, that one's a good one. Um uh Cubert uh is never leaving my house. Love that one. Galaga just for nostalgia's sake. Nice. Um and well, then, is your
3: Galaga
0: original?
1: Is my Galaga original? No, actually, I don't even have a Galaga anymore. Um, oh. it's, it's, I know. I let it go. It's one of those things. You only have so much room. And well, I, I traded
0: my out. Galaga uh, cabaret and some cash for a Warlords. So,
1: Oh you've got to
0: make concessions, right?
1: I can't go wrong with that. Um, Street Fighter 2 is in my collection, Never Leaving, just because, like I said, that's the one that really hooked me. Sure. And then, gosh, uh, I'm stumped for the fifth one. You know, I've got others down there, but I'm not passionate about them. You know, like Tron is so cool because it looks so damn cool, Uh, but it's not a keeper for me. Well, I mean, like collectively it is, but as far as (laughs) like, oh my gosh, I got to go play Tron. No, it's not there. But maybe I'll think of something later on. But those are four good ones for me.
2: Yeah, that's that's great. Mark? You you mentioned that corner store. Did you have like any favorite arcades back in the day? Like that you would have to get the parents to drive you to? So
1: uh, when I was uh, before I was 10, I lived outside of Chicago. So I actually had the Valley, uh, Aladdin's castle and stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, you go to the mall. Yes. Um, then I moved down to Mississippi is where I grew up, um, from the time I was 10 on and they had, I don't know if they were a subsidiary of a a better known company, but it was a chain. So in our malls, we had diamond Gems. Uh, I don't know. I remember that. Um, but diamond, good chain.
0: Yeah. Interesting. We had an Aladdin's Castle. I actually have the... uh, If you look on Facebook, I I run the Aladdin's Castle group if you want to join it. Cool. It's kind of fun. Nice. There's a lot of... It actually turned out to be more of a haven for the people that worked there. So... That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool.
1: So... So do you have like a lot of ephemera? Do you collect a lot of the uh, Valley's Aladdin's Castle ephemera?
0: No. But I do have a (laughs) giant... uh, container full of aladdin's castle tokens that's awesome and i have an aladdin's castle token keeper one of those little you know beach tubes that you could put tokens in oh yeah and uh it's it's aladdin's castle branded so it probably came out in the late 80s early 90s
2: and i would love to have some of those the rules on wooden plywood that's yeah that would be so cool or just
0: just some of the signage is is, any of that stuff
2: is cool wait press are you trying to allude to the fact that you collect some of this stuff or no
1: i uh, i know i was just trying to be a good conversationalist but uh, (laughs) i do have one of the repro um uh oh is it a timeout you know no loitering sign yes cool cool yeah i love those things And, and so um i've got that one and then I'm not a huge Chuck E. Cheese fan, but every now and then when I get really deep in the weeds on eBay, I'll start looking out for like uh, Chuck E. Cheese signage from back in the day, which they never have. But I I I would think that would be kind of cool. And it's the stuff like that, you know, so I'm not bragging or anything, but, you know, when you've been in the hobby a while and you've seen a (laughs) lot of games come and going, it's like the weirder stuff that you're interested in. Right. So like any (laughs) kind of wall art from like an arcade (laughs) that has some history to it, the stuff that people didn't think about hanging on to. That kind of has a real, real special appeal for me now. Yeah,
0: I've got a Chuck E. Cheese uh, pizza tray. There's they're still readily av- available on eBay. I got a nice like a twenty one inch or whatever a big pizza tray. I've got uh, some knockoff Donkey Kong control panel overlays that I have on the wall. I have a knockoff Frogger one that's called Jump Frog. And a knockoff Galaga one that's like a replacement, but all it's a blue marquee with just the, a yellow Galaga on it. It's hilarious. Um, <clears throat> and to people that know these these things, when you go and look at it, you're like, "Wait a minute!" So I, I agree that that's just really fun. My my walls and my basement arcade are covered in that kind of stuff.
1: Uh, you know how people have white whales or the ones that got away? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a chance. And I, I didn't bite fast enough, <laughs> and then the my contact just ghosted me. Um, and I wouldn't have had room for it anyway. And I didn't know what I would ever do with it. But it's one of those things where, like, man, I wish I got that when I had the chance. I had the chance to buy an entire Rockefeller Explosion. The, ba- oh my the band? God.
0: The band? Yeah. And
1: who, uh, who uh, got so it? So fire Explosion, for those who don't know, is the animatronic pizza band for Showbiz Pizza. Right.
0: And actually speaking of signs, I'm constantly looking for a signs and someone's been making knockoff ones and put them on eBay for showbiz, but that we just did a news article. Uh, there's a, there's an arcade. Uh, where is it? Kansas, Kansas city? I think. Yeah. And it's, uh, the guy opened it up and has the full band in there. And it's, uh, it's a barcade. Two
2: weeks ago, last Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all go road trip.
1: <laughs> road trip. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll, sh- I'll try to share the picture. Uh, I took a couple of pictures when I was, uh, shopping it. uh, So I have pictures of the sign, the robots and stuff. They were pretty in pretty piss poor shape, but uh, I'll put a, put a couple of those pictures up on my Twitter account, which is a no cash value. 80.
3: Sweet.
2: Nice. That's so so that makes sense. The eighties when you were born. Yeah. Nice. All right. Did you you ever stop playing arcade games for any, any length of time? Um, like when you discovered girls
1: or, you know, well, you know, it definitely took a back seat, uh, when I was a teenager, But, you know, it was still present in the malls. So, like, you know, you go waste a little bit of time in the arcade just shopping or whatever. But it wasn't it wasn't like my friends and I were still writing down the the, the moves to throw fireballs anymore. Um, And then in college, I wasn't actively seeking it out or anything. But um, in college, I started working at a movie theater, a little four screen movie theater. And it was at a mall and right across the mall. Uh, walkway was uh, a Namco arcade, I believe. Um, and they also they operated some games in the theater, too. And so, you know, the way they structured the theater times was you know, everybody kind of loads around the same time, and everybody's watching the movies at the same time, and they kind of all let out at the same time. So, once we kind of loaded everybody in, we'd have NFL Blitz tournaments, where we went so far as to even, like, make, like, a WCW kind of championship belt Um, and then I was able to, to, uh, that was where I actually bought my first arcade, uh, was from the arcade across the way when I was in college and I had one, but so this is where, this is where question comes in. Oh, so the, 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 um, the game I had was super obscure, but I was just mostly amazed that I could actually buy an arcade game and have it in my room. So I really didn't care (laughs) what it was, but it was a, um, Varth operation thunderstorm. It's a, like a, Raiden style type of game, you know, interesting a top down plane shooter. Varth, and, um,
0: what is it? Varth Operation Varth, Thunderstorm. V
1: a r t h. All right, Operation Thunderstorm. I'm googling that stuff title. right now. Yeah, cool. Um, it is. And so I had that in my room, uh, in my in my uh, apartment, but then my uh, that just happened when I got married. It went the way of the dodo. So I got rid of that. And then there was a period uh, when I was young and married, uh, where I didn't touch or think about arcade games for. Wait, are those long.
0: both in the past? What's that? When you were young and married, are those both? No, or...
1: no, no, no. Just the. <laughs> no, man, I married my my high school sweetheart. So. Oh,
0: congratulations! Uh, thanks,
1: thanks, That's sweet. Um, but no. Sh- so the deal was, you know, we didn't have room when we were uh, when we were poor young and married uh so the arcade went and uh, my wife said you know i know you're gonna miss it so whenever we whenever it is that we move and we have a house with a basement i want you to get your arcade back and uh and get some more so it probably took about uh seven or eight years but then in like uh 2008 Moved to that house, had a basement. Started finding some, so there was about a six or seven year period where I wasn't thinking about it at all. You know, <coughs> it just didn't even pop my mind. But then that basement and it huh. lit a, lit a fire under me. Yeah, it's
0: nice having a basement to turn into the arcade.
1: Totally. And here in Georgia, we're lucky that we have uh, or we have walkout basements. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, houses are kind of built into hills, and so the the backside of your house just opens right on up.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've taken many an arcade game out of the walkout. Although Adam, you have like this crazy death staircase. (laughs) Yeah, we've talked about that. It's really boring.
0: My house is built into a hill, but it's a lookout, not a walkout. So the walkout goes up into the garage, which is uh, the garage. And, um, it's quite uh, treacherous when you're trying to move a tron machine.
2: Yes, okay. I made them triple rapid. I bought my tron from Air, uh, Adam actually, so. <laughs> I was like, don't bump into his you know, ganky concrete walls here. Hey, so- um before we start really getting into the whole Southern fried fun, um can you name any of your heroes in the arcade collecting hobby? Oh gosh.
1: <sighs> um like actual collectors uh you could just i mean we we could even
2: bring billy mitchell types in you know high scorers but you know it's funny we like uh not lonnie but um ken house he's an example of a high score and a collector which right
1: probably rare well so the, the the cool thing about i've met some really 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 cool hobbyists um i gotta say here in georgia people like al warner um, he's a pimp, primarily a pinball collector, but he's okay, going to say, a pimp. I Thought you said, yeah, I thought you were about to say he's a pimp. No. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, so he, he was really helpful getting it started in the hobby here in Georgia. Um, people in Florida, uh, Brian Jones, I'm sure you guys know proc. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, been down to his show, free play Florida a bunch. And Sweet. he's the guy that actually, he's so nice. He gave me his very, the, the sign I was telling you about the, uh, the timeout, no rule sign. Uh, he gave me his very last one that he um, was keeping for himself, but knew I wanted one so bad, so he gave that to me. Oh, cool! People like that—I I love people that not only collect but kind of add back to yeah. the community. So whether you're, you know, reprowing art like Rich, or you're putting something together for the community, like you know, like Dan up at Midwest Gaming Classic, um, or some of the other guys, you know, or or, the, or other podcasters um, like the guy from like the guys from. Arcade repair tips and yeah and you know all those other guys I, there's a there's a bunch um that have really really helped me out in 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 my journey
0: and your on, and on your journey if you count Rich. yeah totally. uh,
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah all right
0: so I asked what your top five were what's your bottom your least favorite five arcade games things that you oh, just kind of loathe you played them and you're like oh I'm never playing
1: that again. Uh, well, give me one of yours. Each give me, you oh, each give me one. He's of gonna yours.
0: turn it around on us. Holy crap! This doesn't happen too be, often. Well, oh,
1: you are give me, ask me five. I'm just asking for one. So pick one for me. And fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> okay. Um. uh worst. Well, see, some of the worst turned into ones that I have. <laughs>
2: I can tell you. Arkanoid, right now.
0: Oh, you don't like Arkanoid? Are you, are you just mad at it because it was, turned into so many other games? It's
2: such a converter, yeah.
0: It was the conversion game that killed so many other games?
2: I mean, what, does it have a dedicated cabinet? I don't think so. I think I could put any game that didn't have a dedicated cabinet that is not Agent X. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That it's not Agent X.
2: (laughs) I would love to convert a Defender into an Agent X. That would be like... There were a lot of Mr.
0: Do's also
2: that were, you know. Yeah. But I love Mr. Do. Yeah, me too. Arkanoid is actually...
0: There's
1: there's a lot of games that, like, I don't hate them, but I just... They they don't do anything for me. There's no appeal, whatever, sure. for Zaxxon. Oh, game, that, that's uh, mine. That's mine. Boring, the cab is ugly and it's heavy as hell to move. I Actually,
0: hate it. you just tipped the. Uh, we've talked about this before. Zaxxon, Congo Bongo, mm-hmm. Z- Super huh. Zaxxon is in the same boat. And then, uh, oh, Return of the Jedi.
2: Any? Oh, you don't like running through little, you know, trails and. I hate any
0: isometric 3D it makes, with the exception of Qbert. I hate that isometric, you know, side scrolling. Oh, that, right. 3D crap. I was thinking of India, Jones. The joysticks never went the direction you wanted it to. I crashed into that stupid wall and ran into stuff. So it was like so annoying. (laughs) Do I sound uh, annoyed enough?
2: Like, what? I guess we could sort of modify this a bit. Is there a game that's super pop? Like, do you love Paperboy?
1: Uh, I like it. It's hard, but I like it. I, I appreciate Paperboy. I wish but, I were better at it.
0: I
2: like that. I
1: appreciates how about, it. How about Star Wars? <laughs> Love Star Wars. Never going to have one. Why? Oh, why not? There's, well, I should have bought one when they were way cheaper, but even back oh, yeah. then they seemed like they were too expensive, and now they're like crazy. I'm not paying pinball money for a Star Wars.
0: Yeah. Uh, that's kind of the way it's going.
1: Well, that's awesome. That's yeah. a steal.
0: Is it? Oh, good. I paid 600 and then had to replace the motherboard. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> And I hey, also uh, you know the yoke. So I'm gonna change the question a little bit again. Uh not that you asked this, but th- are there any games that are so bad that you actually that you do like them? Have you guys ever played oh. a game called Time Killers?
0: No. Wait a minute. I'm gonna look it up.
1: <laughs> Alright, well I'm gonna teach you guys about something. Kay. So you have to look killers. on YouTube for Time Killers. This actually came out in the heyday of those fighting games. So this oh. is I don't know which company released this. Obviously not a mainstream company. Incredible like, technologies, the you know, the purveyors of bowling games everywhere. Right. So they were trying to get out on the actions. So this was this was several fighting games removed from Street Fighter 2. This was at the end of the bandwagon. <laughs> they said, you know, hey, Mortal Kombat is doing really, really great because they got all this blood and gore and stuff. So we're gonna make time killers. You can chop off people's arms and legs and heads. <laughs> and I put so many quarters in that recognizing how awful it was but it was so perfectly cheesy and hideously gory for a 13 year old or 14 year old kid that was so much fun but if you play it back now it is the worst
0: yeah it looks bad i've got it up on the screen right
2: now they couldn't afford real actors so they had to draw it all Yeah.
0: yeah it's kind of fun though i like it
2: that is cool Okay, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> but
0: see, that's interesting, because to me, that's not a terrible game if it has if it has good gameplay.
1: You know? Oh, no, the gameplay. I mean, like, it's really it's really janky. It's yeah. not good. Oh, okay. okay. But, I mean, it's cool that you can chop off limbs. Uh, I will give it... It, <laughs> it wins in that category, hands down.
0: <laughs> Mark, okay. how about you? You got any games like that?
1: Uh, uh,
0: do I? Um, any games that are just kind of like, so bad, they're good? I mean, movies. Well, I mean, mean,
2: Hellfire is not a good game. Okay. It is. It is pretty much uh, monotonous, <laughs> but it's intriguing. Like you know, somebody thought this was going to be entertaining, and the, you know, and they throw you some curves. You know, with w- if you miss a wave of helicopters, uh, and then they ha- they make it to the other side of the screen again, you get punished essentially. So I mean, it's a it's a strange game. I, that's why I feel like at some point I could part with it. Because it's not like I crave to be massively, you know, bored. <laughs> but
0: yeah. Yeah. See, I I feel like Chiller is not a really good game either.
2: Yeah, Chiller, well, once you go through all four levels, what's how do they change it up after that? I've and never it's, gotten that. It's fun. just grotesque, right? It's, it's
1: kinda of... like, yeah, it's kinda of like the time killers and yeah. its appeal is just the gore, basically. Right. It was right. so uh so much for the time period. There are That's games... my
2: wife's grail. Okay. There are, I, I bought an x four hundred and forty board just so that one day we can play that.
0: Chris Rhodes has one in his garage. Is he selling it? No. He picked it out of a warehouse about a year ago, two years. I
2: forget Steve at uh, Grinker's is selling the chiller that they have in storage because he feels it's not family friendly. And uh, I'm like, yeah, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, there's games that I, I think
0: may not have gotten... Um, as much love as I, I would like other people to have for them. I think Solar Fox is completely underrated. So the gameplay is somewhat simple, but challenging. The cabinet's beautiful. The The game and the side art don't really match up, though. And then, like, there's some weird stuff, like Mr. TNT. I love that game. Just, uh, didn't ever, I don't know if it had a dedicated cabinet or not, but it's super fun. I, I'm pretty sure it didn't. So...
2: So, Preston, did you, um, do you have any stories as far as collecting of the one that got away? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, do I have any one that's got away stories? Yeah, like you almost got it and then you got stood up. Like, like the
0: Rockafire band story?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good one. You know, you, know,
0: you may have already answered this question, but
1: no i've been i've been pretty fortunate in my in my collecting i mean we all have the ones where you, you you make the the call and then you think you got it and they're like oh well hey somebody offered me so and so forth mm. what you, what's your best offer and it's like oh dude come on with that no mm-hmm. but no i uh my <laughs> my uh friend and uh podcast uh co-host patrick um he's one of the organizers of southern fried gaming expo as well he gives me so much crap because I- i've had such good fortune like picking games that just needed the you know the fuse or um, getting free <laughs> games and stuff. So I, no, I've actually had better, more good experiences than bad experiences. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, you wouldn't be in it if. And I actually, we say we every once in a while we talk about this, but a good fifty to sixty percent of the hobby is the hunt.
1: Oh my gosh, that's the best. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and that's kind of why, one of the reasons I'm not as active as far as acquiring anymore just because i think so many more people are in the hobby here in the area i am that um you know and i don't have the freedom to just drop drop of a hat go get the next thing that shows up on craigslist that day that second um that the locations are kind of running out where where they are but then just when i think that then someone will call and say hey preston i found a thing you want to come out here and I'll, i'll have to say yeah so I'm not actively looking for new stuff, but hey, man, if they're gonna f- it's going to fall on my lap, I'll take it. Yeah,
2: right. I mean, if you figure your city has several million people, uh-huh. that's several million possibilities. Exactly.
0: We only have three million up here.
2: Uh, you barely have that. You know, min- Minneapolis, 400,000 people. It is like a...
0: What happened to Mark? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He roboted and froze up this is awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch back to that guy. Oh, I think he's oh he's gone. <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> uh,
1: so I can actually <laughs> fill for just a second with uh, an actual going back to one of your questions about games that aren't very good, but are you, are you- I have a special uh, special place in my heart for. I'm gonna have a new one that is not very good, but is gonna have a special place in my heart. Uh, and that is a new game that is an old game. Okay. For Have you heard of the game called Zor? Z-O-A-R.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep,
1: I have. Oh, cool. Uh, see, I had never heard of this game until I came across a new old Scott conversion kit. Okay. And I hung on to this thing for years and years and years. Um, and then when I started the Southern Fry Gaming Expo, I kept on hanging on to it because I was like, one of these days, I'm going to put this Joker in a cabinet and it's gonna look brand new and we're gonna have a contest on it (laughs) and that's the this year is the year we're having it so there's a a clobber named uh who goes by hellraiser named jonathan wild he's a fantastic uh restorer he's a really really great guy and so he actually provided him with a cabinet and he has turned an old a He's deconverting a converted centipede that was a cabal okay. and has put in this brand new, never used conversion kit for Zor, a game from, I think it's 1982, Data East, licensed to uh, something, uh, some weird, obscure company. And <laughs> um, the appeal for this is we're having a high score challenge, but we're not, we're not competing for a world record. Because sure. I, I think it's unattainable um, at, you know, on location at the show, especially because this is a rare game and people don't replay really it. But there's only one score ever recorded for this game. <laughs> so we're playing Zor, the battle for number two, because it's guaranteed <laughs> at Southern Fry Gaming Expo, June 8th we're going to have a contest and someone will walk away being the number two player of Zor in the world. <laughs> I am ready.
0: <laughs> Welcome back.
2: Oh, thanks. I don't know what happened. My internet. went speaking of Southern fried, by the way, yeah, man. what's the origin of Southern fried? Cause I went and looked and I found things going back for a while and I saw a Kickstarter. I mean, can you give us some?
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, we, this year's our fifth year. So we started in 2014. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Yes, And, um, we basically, you know, I was a, a collector. I kind of start, helped start the arcade community down here through like a email newsletter or an email listserv. Just, there wasn't anything down here, uh, you know, a few clobbers, but very rare. And so every time I'd meet someone who sold me something or I bought something from them, I'd, I'd start that up. Um, then kind of got into the pinball world. <laughs> And, um, you know, I'm the kind of guy, if, if there's nothing there and said, I'd rather do something myself than sit around and say, why don't anybody do this? And <laughs> so I started the Atlanta Pinball League and through my connection with the guys uh, with the Atlanta Pinball League, met some like minded people. And over that course, I previously really gotten um, close with my friend Patrick and we did the podcast Game Room Junkies um, since 2011. I've seen and, podcast. Um, but anyway, Atlanta, it's a giant city, guys. I don't know if you know this. And it's we have the big. fourth worst traffic in the, all of the United States. And so the worst big.
0: airport in the United States. Yeah, yeah.
1: I and love were, hot Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> so all that stuff. And there was no arcade show for miles. Literally, the closest one was at that time, the Southern Pinball Festival down in Orlando. Um, which was, you know, an eight and a half hour drive for us. Mm. And so relying on, you know, uh, a, a group of friends, there were five of us at the time, my, my uh, best friend, Shannon, uh, my friend, Patrick, uh, and then a husband and wife duo that I met through the Atlanta Pinball League, Joel and Dana Reeves. Um, we started this thing um, and we knew we were willing to lose a lot of money on it. But the reason we did the Kickstarter was we just wanted to have a little bit to push us over. We had a very, very modest goal of like $4,000. That was just to put us over and also to kind of use it as a marketing tool, right? And uh, we got k- picked up by, you know, a bunch of people saw that. So that helped, helped fund us and then get us our first year so we knew we wouldn't just like lose our asses. Um, but the first year, I mean, that very first year, we were filled to the brim in the hotel, um as much room as we could spare with, with games and people. And we, it, it was amazing. So after that first year in 2014, it's just, it's just grown and grown. We outgrew our first hotel. Like I said, that first year, but we went back to that the next year, um, packed the gills again. But then after that, we had to um, move hotels and we just gotten bigger and better added um, tabletop gaming, which is a, a really huge growth area for us. Um, Dana and Joel, um, they sadly had to move away um, out of state so it's just the three of us now me uh, my friend shannon and patrick and we uh have a boatload of volunteers oh that that really make the the thing run um and it's what's great about this is like it's it's really because of the community i mean this this wouldn't happen you guys know these shows people lug these 300 pound machines out of their basements for fun like a you know just to show like a like a car show or something yeah. so it it it's better than just other comic cons and things like that because people really really have to come together to make this happen
0: what is your okay so you know all the I've been doing conventions uh, of some sort since I was 19 Uh, my first one was a sci-fi convention in the Twin Cities called Minicon and then um, from there there was some convergence and there was actually some creation cons that were Star Trek related and and then finally I got into arcade collecting and happened upon the Midwest gaming classic. There's a similar theme. No matter where you go, there's a lot of acceptance. There's a lot of uh, community building and uh, you have sort of the same elements in every, you know, there's, you have cosplay and, you know, music and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, what would you say is unique about SFGE?
1: Uh So we have all those things and, you know, the Southern hospitality certain puts a, a different, different take on it all the way around. But I'd have to say, hands down, what puts our show over the top, or should I say, over the top rope, is live wrestling. <laughs> Are you what? kidding
0: me? That's awesome.
1: So, we like have... fighting uh, game par-
0: style. Do you have... <laughs>
1: <laughs> we partner with a uh, independent wrestling company called Atlanta Wrestling Entertainment, and we have two nights of live wrestling that goes two wow. hours each. Uh, last year, we had 26 different tag team wrestlers battle for the tag team championship. <laughs> uh, this year, we're having... Uh, Uh, The returning title of Chip Day uh, and then the red wedding between the undead Zu Young and uh, some other guy. But (laughs) funny. That
0: is hilarious.
1: (laughs) It's you don't expect it. And people say, well, what does that have to do with gaming? And my answer to that is absolutely nothing, but it's awesome. <laughs> but what does cosplay so, yeah,
0: really have to do? Well, it does if you do, like, a video game character, but right. it branches out very quickly
2: to other things. So. I mean, there right. are wrestling arcade games. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, we. I mean, we have a fest. you know, but yeah. what's better than the real thing, so... Right. Okay, so, that I'm definitely going to look into. That's hilarious.
0: <laughs> that is hilarious. Okay, and then one more question about the uh, SFG. Where do you... Where's your favorite place? So whenever I go to another town, the first thing I want to do is ask the concierge, where would you go to eat? You know, I usually find a steak place or something really, you know, that's local, not like a Capitol Grill or, a, you know, Applebee's, you know, (laughs) something, something cool. Um, Midwest Gaming Classic is in Milwaukee and they have the Milwaukee Steakhouse. It's really 10 Mm -hmm. minutes from the venue and it's fantastic. It's old school, you know. 40 style dining with, you know, black and white, uh, dresses on all the hostesses and stiff drinks and cocktails. What, what, what would you say is one of the best places you like to go? Uh,
1: okay. So this one is, is not close to our new venue, unfortunately, but it was really just right down the corner from our previous venue. Um, and so if you ever come to Atlanta, uh-huh. you're going to want to go on Buford highway okay. to a place called Lee's bakery. Lee's bakery. Lee's bakery is right next to a laundromat, a coin laundry. It's right next to a, a, a Mexican grocery store, but it is a Vietnamese restaurant that is New York times reviewed best banh mi. It's a pork sandwich. Wow. Um, in America. Very cool. So, uh, I would go there. And then if you're at the expo, um, if you're at, uh, the Cobb Galleria Center, which is connected to the Renaissance Waverly Hotel and Convention Center, where we are having our show June 8th through 10th. Um, in there is a place called Murphs. Now, I didn't know that Murphs existed, except for last year, we had a guy come to our office and say, hey, um, I see you got a lot of people coming to this show. Uh, we've got some specials we can run. Would you like to, You'd like to work together? And we're like, sure. Um, I didn't do that first conversation because I found out later when I wasn't uh, that I missed Dale Murphy, the Atlanta Braves, great uh, baseball player. It's his restaurant. It's called Murph's. Oh, wow. He'd, come up, he'd come up personally and said, hey, man, let's get some specials going. <laughs> and he came back the next day, fortunately. And it was crazy because we have these walkie talkies to run the show and I had gotten so mad at these guys for not telling me that Dale Murphy was there. And they were like, who's Dale Murphy. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, oh guys, my God. Dale Murphy. I was so, I can't believe I missed Dale Murphy. No, yeah, there's like starting lineup action figures. Of I know. Movie. So, um, th- the next day I'm walking <laughs> around and I get a call on the, the walkie talkie and it's just Preston come to the office right now. And I was like, Oh my God, somebody's pissed. It's, it's bad. Something's blowing up. And I turn the corner and here's, here's Dale Murphy. He says, hey, Preston, I heard you missed me yesterday. I brought you some cheese curds. Let's have a picture. So I got to meet uh, <laughs> wow. Dale Murphy, and he gave me some of his own cheese curds. Uh, and so I would recommend Dale Murphy's restaurant, Murph's. And uh, he may be there. You never know. And you can see, like, the, um, the food's really good. It's uh, affordable. And uh, you can see some memorabilia that he's got in his, in his place. And it's connected right to the hotel.
0: Sweet. Yeah. You hear that, listeners? Go eat at places.
2: I'm going to make John do that.
0: <laughs> I put a picture of the starting lineup sports superstar collectible from
2: 1988.
0: Yeah, I think I,
1: I <laughs> paid by
2: Kenner. There you go. Wow. Hey, so is there anything new this year at SFGE?
1: Uh, so new this year. Uh, so we've got more games than ever. We've got um, how many games I said. The, so we've got over 250 arcade and pinball machines on free play. Sweet. Um, so, I think the numbers were saying closer to 300, honestly. Um, but we've been advertising it at 250, So that's a very safe bet there. But, um, tabletop's really growing. We got Steve Ritchie coming, um, for pinball and, you know, mortal Kombat and all that, uh, for tabletop. We got a a guest named rich summer. He was in the, the TV show mad men and he's a a big game board junkie. And he has his, he has his own podcast about board games called cardboard. So he's there. Um, we've got stuff that's returning like a film festival, a charity auction to benefit project pinball. We've got, you know, all all the good stuff. And then the live wrestling, like I mentioned, but the new thing that we're adding this year, it's another one of those things where, what does it have to do with gaming? And the answer again is absolutely nothing, but it's fun. So we're going to have it. So we're having a hot Lanta extreme eating challenge. (laughs) And we're going to have people, um, eating progressively hot peppers until they can't take it anymore. Oh, that's going to be bad. we're starting with a jalapeno and we're going all the way up to the Carolina Reaper. So Uh, that's, that's I
2: have, I have dehydrated Carolina Reaper flakes. This is, I
1: I got them fresh, baby. I got, I I got, I got my contact down in Florida. Tom, he hooked me up from seriously hot So they came in two days ago. They're gonna be perfectly fresh. Um, And, uh, I don't know if we'll actually get to the Carolina Reaper. We'll see how long these people can last. But it's there if they can handle it. Oh, sweet. Wow. Are you going to keep an ambulance nearby? What's the- so we have, uh, we have a registered nurse on hand. And then oh. we have a collector wow. who actually is a, uh, uh, a lieutenant in the Gwinnett County Fire Department. So he's going to be on site for EMT. Um, and when you go to the show, play his fire escape Arcade oh, game. Oh yeah, that's uh, a great which is, game. You know, it's uh, it's not a video arcade game, but it's a mechanical arcade game. Yep. So check that out. I've seen that.
0: And then there's fire truck,
2: which is made oh, by Atari. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Okay. Uh, let's see. I have a. Oh, I, I have two questions. One, first for my wife. She wants to know: Will the wrestlers be midgets? <laughs> oh boy. Uh,
1: I don't know. Fortunately, is or it even PC?
2: No. They will not. Um, okay. I mean, do I mean little people? Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wrote. I read the tweet. I mean, whatever. So
0: I read the tweet. <laughs> I was on Ambien.
2: Oh my! I love you guys. Anyway, and then the second question uh, comes from Aaron Sanders, uh, previous uh, guest host on the show. Um, he, he along with I are leaving on Sunday morning, and mm-hmm. we're wondering can we even buy a game and leave on Sunday because
1: <laughs> you're not unloading till three so right yeah it is not a preferred practice okay. um, special arrangement may be able to be made
2: okay so we'll give you a 50 okay got it
1: <laughs> at the Midwest Gaming Classic if you
0: buy a game you can take it off the floor interesting but most people leave them on
1: yeah, I would we, at you least can take it off, off the floor there. at Southern Friday too on Sunday at 3 p.m. <laughs>
2: exactly,
3: exactly
1: yeah
2: let's see um i think on my last bit of notes here is there anything that you've done for any of the previous uh southern frides that you immediately regretted and you will never do again
1: uh no well i've i've made a fool of myself on purpose for several occasions and i may not do that but we used to um the first couple years we would have a theme and then um we'd uh we do like some costume stuff for the, so for the first year, this wasn't me. The first year we, we themed it around star Wars. Cause that was when, Oh shoot. I don't even know why, but we had, Oh, we just had the five first come out and we had a star Wars contest and stuff. And then the next year we had the walking dead uh, pinball machine was brand new that year. So <laughs> oh, no. it was uh, to stick with the zombie theme, but to put a little twist on it, uh my friends and I we dressed as the zombie village people and then put on a little dance to bring into the uh t- to rein in the uh, the tournament we were having for that Walking Dead contest. So it was funny. Excellent. But I'm not going to do that again. That was a once in a lifetime. So if you missed it, you're SOL. Oh. Right, we'll, we'll have to google those. Yeah, well, I'm sure video evidence lives there somewhere. <laughs>
0: well, you it's been fun having you on the show.
1: Thanks, man. I've really enjoyed being on the show. We if kept it to under time, an hour, you know. To talk and share stories and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And regular news and things, but. well. Yeah. Well, I no, think... will bring you in a little
2: earlier next season. Yeah, I <laughs> okay. <doing> okay. <laughs> I mean, well, this is cutting it pretty close.
0: Everybody, give <laughs> Mister Preston Bird a nice round of applause for being on the show. I think it's been All fun. Right. And, thanks gentlemen, know, thank you. Great.
2: You're the best.
0: All right. All right talk see to you soon, to Mark. see you. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's was flushing down the toilet.
2: <sighs> that was awesome. Okay, so
3: we
0: blew him up.
2: <laughs>
0: so I guess we're gonna work backwards.
2: We're gonna work backwards. So the first thing we're gonna <laughs> do is find out what what's what's Dan Reed doing. Okay, all right. <laughs> Let's do that. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna click the little keypad. I don't know why I have to use a keypad. It's a freaking computer for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh huh. Well, and you have to dial. I actually have to go back and edit an episodes because the uh, I can't have people's numbers showing up. If you oh no!
2: It was all covered up. It's fine.
0: No, it it was not.
2: Oh
0: no. <laughs> yours it is. Up. Yeah. Only a. Your call has been forwarded to an oh. automated voice Uh-oh, messaging I system. Oh, I see what it
2: is. Yeah. Okay, well, let's just wait a minute. <laughs> that was really fast. <laughs> that
0: was really fast. I think he might have been trying to call you.
2: Uh, not, no, because this is like Google calling him, so.
0: But I mean, he might have been trying to call you. And then he was ringing, so you go straight oh, to voicemail, true.
2: you know. Uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. See, my my wife, let's see, I hope it's with midgets. I hope you're okay with <laughs> your drinks. Oh <laughs> I'm going to shower tomorrow so my hair looks great. Okay, got it. <laughs> yep. yep, yep, yep. Wait, wait, wait.
0: wait. What, what? Yeah, okay, good, good. Go ahead. Everything's good. Everything's fine. Yeah. C- call him again.
2: I do- oh, I do- I put it in the wrong place. I see what's, what's happening. All right. Here it oh. goes one more time. All right.
3: Oh,
2: what? It's two rings. He
0: might pick up. That'll be weird. This is so exciting. A lot of anticipation. Come on, pick it up. (laughs) Watch him pop on the... Your call has been... He He has an
2: invite. Yeah, that's fine.
0: I checked the voicemail. There's nobody in it. So let's move on to, to, let's go backwards uh, to the back to the cave. What do you think about that?
2: Or how about arcade news first?
0: You want to go back to the front of the show? We started the back of the show. Yeah, might as well.
2: Let's go back. Back to the cave because everybody's waiting for this. Oh
0: my God. All right. We better play a bumper or something. Yes. All right. Mm. Let's do that.
2: Back in 82. I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Back back to the to cave, the cave with, with Time Runner. Yeah. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Yeah. Probably. matter of fact, there is something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull. It's pulling us back to June 6th, oh. 1986. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. Yes. Uh-huh. So what was good with the arcade news in June on June 6th, 1986? Let me to do some math. 32 years, I see. Hmm. Oh, uh, Nintendo released Super Mario Brothers this month. Oh, Super, Super Mario Bros. Brothers The Lost Levels. Oh, nice.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah. Because, wait a minute. That was basically Super Mario 2, wasn't it?
2: Well, it's the it's sequel to Super Mario Brothers. The game was not released in North America, parth- partially because it was deemed
0: too difficult. But that's Super Mario Two. They called it Super Mario Two over there, right? I uh,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I, I show Super Mario Brothers the lost levels, and and I have like a picture of a bo- uh, You know, it's in Japanese, so. Oh I, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I didn't see the two symbol in in, in Japan. Talk. Gosh. <clears throat> oh, this is interesting. Uh, at the box office on June 6, 1986. Top Gun. Oof. Hey, there's actually a little YouTube link there. You want to try click on that? Oh. Uh, it was number one at the box office. I'm not even on that page. Oh, man. <laughs> how, how do we do this show? We, you want me to play a YouTube clip? You got to warn me. You just gotta <laughs> look through these things. I make them red. Come on.
0: <laughs> make them red. I recommend my tempur- and now I get an to ad. Everybody. Hey, come on down much. to Wix And, and tempur uh, beds. Yep, bed. that's where We're just totally it's gonna it's advertise bad. Bad. Ooh, check out that mattress. In
2: five seconds. Uh-huh.
0: This mattress comes with TV a woman oh <laughs> all right <laughs> here we go oh we're gonna get flagged you put a no, musical fine. video on there you, oh yeah we top got flagged
2: time. last week number one movie mm-hmm. it, so. it took the top spot away from sylvester stallone's cobra
0: yeah how so
2: well well because it, you know it was better story time, <laughs> that's first true story day off- yeah. I, I got to see Ferris Bueller's Day Off this week in, in 1986. It had a sneak peek at a theater in Houston. And then when they went to start the film, they started playing Cobra. <laughs> Everybody in the movie literally yelled, No! You're like, no! Oh. That's my memory of that week. That's
0: terrible. It's a terrible
2: memory. Yeah. After 10 minutes, they realized what they had done. And then they played Ferris Bueller. Are you on wireless tonight? no but i mean there's some weird little rains happening am i roboting yeah a little bit but you i mean at least you didn't disconnect so that's good that's good yeah you know they're filming top gun 2 right now right yeah yeah and they just announced today that val kilmer will be in it oh so that so that's nice yeah yeah We'll follow up on that in one year. <laughs> what was the best thing on TV today and 32 years ago? Steven mm. Spielberg's Amazing Story. It was, was amazing. Uh, it was a repeat, but that's okay. Um, we found out that it was picked up for a second season this week. Uh, and I just recently uh, have learned that Netflix is moving on bringing the show back this year. So stay tuned here for more details as they develop. For which show are they bringing back? Amazing Stories. Wow. Bomb. Oh, wait, that's the theme to Jurassic Park.
0: You know, they're bringing back Magnum P.I. also.
2: But not with Tom Selleck, so no. come on.
0: It's like a Filipino guy
2: or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not that he's Filipino. It's not Tom Selleck. Who I mean, he might Maybe be Hispanic. Was, Was he Hispanic? Filipino? I don't I know. I can't remember.
0: All yeah. I know is that he they made a big deal out of it, and I thought, okay, whatever. Right. I'm not going to watch it because I don't care. I don't watch Hawaii 50 the new one. I, I watched it. I early.
2: can't believe that's still on, actually. Yeah. Yeah, but I love the theme song. Hey, so okay. I have a question for you. Yeah,
0: go for it. What's in the juke? <sighs> oh, this is my favorite thing. Hello,
3: and welcome to What's in the Juke? Oh. Why do
0: wait?
2: Wait. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That is the most
3: Welcome.
2: corny. So we, yeah, go ahead. This is the part of the show where we play ten little tiny parts of ten songs, yep. and then wait for our online viewers to guess what they are. we we'll right. Tabulate the scores and let you know how everybody did.
0: Yeah, we got a good crowd tonight for a Wednesday. We're gonna uh, we're gonna kick it off with this one. Whoa, That's that it. was quick. Should I play it again?
2: <laughs> oh, well, <you're> really. <laughs> <laughs> you're really optimistic on that <laughs>
0: you think so I don't know I think somebody might get it especially yeah. since I paid it twice <laughs> you don't think so addicted oh to gosh, love Daniel Copeland got we it. should t- oh my gosh uh, not Huey Lewis good guess though greaseball yes. <laughs> there we go Ryan got a, a half point and Dan got a half point that was really good. I'm going to play a little bit more for them Um. It's an unmistakable intro for that So you gotta kinda, you know Alright, so the next one is This is the the week of drum beats apparently
2: Let's try that again This is how they started uh, all songs in 1986
0: That's it (laughs) Five seconds of the song It's a very magical song I love that song Yep. I love the whole album actually Here we go Five seconds <laughs> That is a tough one Yeah Let's see if anybody gets it
2: Should I give them a little more? I mean really what comes next is very identifiable Okay here we go That's it
0: So I'll give you your full eight seconds And we'll we'll see how it goes That should be it, right?
2: Yeah, that should be it. This is a I tough guess, one, I guess. I know, and it doesn't look like Casey's on the on the. No, Casey he's a th- th- He It may not know what's on.
0: Mike and the oh, Mechanics. Here we go. All right, Ryan got correct. British. Mike and the Mechanics. And then all I need is a all miracle. A miracle, yeah. yes. That's where it really kicks in. Um, I think we talked about this album Silent Running is my favorite song on this album. So here's a, here's a here's a good uh track. Here we go. Uh, this might this is I think we've had this one on the show before. I think we have. So 5 seconds is too easy says Andy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: By the way, someone in the chat did say cheese curds was a thing over in uh southern fried gaming expo so i'm checking more more good things (laughs) this is my going out t-shirt are you going out tonight
2: no i'm out right now with you with you and the internet hello internet is my picture really small on the youtube channel right now i can't i can't tell no it's big you're big okay good yeah all right you're huge that's the way i like it yeah do
0: you want me to make you bigger
2: no, I don't think so. <laughs>
0: I think we got to play that clip again. That's a lot of dent 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 dents.
2: Yeah, they must have been like, hey, we could totally milk this. <laughs> we could do like ta
0: I almost said the guitar player's name. Nobody getting this song. <laughs> I kind of agree.
3: Uh, Andy's probably
0: going to pull it out here. I'm, I'm saying all kinds of things. Make it big. Pull it out. Nobody's making. Nobody's taking advantage of my double entendres. <laughs> That is Steve Perry, but th- it's not Steve Perry.
2: <laughs> what band was Steve Perry in? That was help.
0: Uh, he just said the line in the song, too. Right? This is a tough one. Was this on uh, uh, Raised on Radio or whatever was uh, the last album? There's the chorus. Not Survivor, but it does sound like Survivor.
2: Yeah, it, it is difficult to understand that Steve Perry has different sort of things. Oh, Dan Copeland.
0: Copeland, cheese curds. He gets a half point.
2: Daniel's pulled into second place with one point, and right behind Br- Brit. Wait, what's, what's Britt's real name?
0: I'm just gonna play that over until somebody says the words.
2: They're saying the
0: words (laughs) It is late journey This is journey that never really made it to the air Be good to yourself, you got it Half point cranny Way to go
2: Good job Oh, I'm glad we did the interview first. This was a bit <laughs> screwdry for Preston. He's like, gosh, come
0: on. I guarantee you this next song will only need uh one or two seconds. Okay. One second. <laughs> 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 I know, a room full of arcade guys that couldn't get Journey. That's pretty funny. So, a danger danger zone. Greaseball gets Kenny Loggins. And Andy. Nice. Greaseball on the board
2: with a half point. All right.
0: Andy Baldwin on the board. Half point.
2: Well, he's at one point now, tied with Daniel Copeland for second place. Go, Dan.
0: Go, Dan. You guys are awesome. You know, and we have no... um, Kelsey or Dolly, so we're in good shape tonight and I'm an all-new winner. Right? No experts tonight. Okay, let's uh, play this clip. Ooh, that's... that's been- that is tough. I'll maybe give him... Them-
2: you I'll think put- people would know that? That's like not enough.
0: Three seconds. Okay, I'll give him six.
2: The next part of this song is really... I mean, yeah. you know, I feel like that song was more popular like at, at the time, and it didn't really sort of make it over here.
0: I have a story for the name of this band when you're done. Okay. Oh! oh British 51500 picks it up. Six seconds of that song, and he does it. Here it goes. Yep, this is I Wanna Be a Cowboy by Boys Don't Cry. Yeah that's a great intro awesome intro so we have had addicted to love by robert palmer all i need is a miracle by mike and the mechanics be good to yourself um by journey go look it up danger zone danger zone by kenny loggins and um the latest one is I want to be a cowboy by boys don't cry. Where do you think the name boys don't cry came from? I'll get a half point bonus if these people can guess where that name um, came from. I'm gonna don't say look it up, don't look it up. Dad,
2: his dad got mad at him and he goes, "Look, okay, boys don't cry." <laughs>
0: no. Uh, <laughs> not,
2: uh, not a is movie. that in a baseball movie? Wait, no, wait, wrong time.
0: <laughs> I'll let you. It's actually <laughs> <laughs> no, not Frankie Valli. It's actually from the Ten CC song. Um, I'm not in love, and the there's the whispering part of the song where the woman whispers,
2: "Boys don't cry." I've never heard of it. Boys don't cry.
0: You've never heard of that song? Are you out of your I mind?
2: Don't think so. well, I think well, you, I mean just based on your description, it sounds like something I've never heard. So. Ten CC.
0: You've never heard of Ten CC?
2: Ten CC. No.
0: Ten CC. C- do, you, do you know what it stands C- for?
2: Uh no okay
0: well do a little googling <laughs> later and uh yeah it's an awesome song by uh, um but um i'm not in love and isn't it on like a it's in a recent soundtrack too and and um to, what's her name tori amos covered it at some point so look it up i think you'll really enjoy that song okay um this is the next track oh boy that was one second that's a
2: good one classic you're right there is a lot of percussion in all these
0: Ryan says don't tell the story of how 10cc got their name I I didn't say I was going to I just said look it up it's a good band though they're a good band they got a couple of good hits (laughs) he wrote it in the chat anyway (laughs)
3: chatters that's why that's why
0: you should be in the chat so you can read that stuff (laughs) i don't know why we don't just read it it's not really a family show but i you know it it has been lately we've been pretty good we've been
2: i uh, agree just the occasional you know s or whatever or
0: the f-bomb when i'm really upset yes yeah uh we got the breakfast club Is close. Uh, orchestral maneuvers in the dark is correct so ryan gets a half point for that
2: all right ryan
0: but what is way
2: in first place with three and a half but
0: what's the name of the song it's close
2: oh Oh, yeah andy Baldwin
0: got it half point
2: okay okay so ryan only three that was if you yeah
0: right so that's if you leave by orchestral maneuvers in the dark okay here we go this is one of my Mm. favorite songs Mm -hmm. by this band coming up What a great set of drum intro songs.
2: Do you think I did this on purpose? I don't know, but it's freaking
0: awesome. Here we go. (laughs) Seriously, that is like such a recognizable drum intro. And as soon as I play the next two seconds, everybody's going to get it. Yes. All right. Should I? All right. Here we go. I love that song. So great! Eliminator and Afterburner are the two most solid albums. Well, I like some of the earlier stuff too. Right, Trace Ombre's is really good. Man. Rough Boy, ZZ Top, Andy gets both of the yes, points. full point, full point. I need to get those clips going, don't I? Sorry, Ryan. Okay, next song.
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's that's a percussion sound
0: Andy <laughs> I totally agree with you that is a killer song why can't right. this be love, Van Halen man Andy gets another full point
2: he's pulling ahead he's ahead of Orion he, Andy wow. in front three, three and a half points wow that was, that was good guys that was good, good guess. love it
0: Great picks this week, man. Great picks. Okay. Thank you. This is one of my favorite songs also. You do, I, this is great. I had every one of these songs in my library tonight, by the way. I love that when that happens. All right, here we go. Okay. This is a hard one. I'm going to rewind that. <laughs> Another drum intro. All right. That's probably enough. <laughs> play the foot 13, 14 seconds. We'll play it again. He's cheating. I'm crushing it. <laughs>
2: oh, Gre- Greaseball got the, the title of the song.
0: Yeah, Greaseball gets a half point. Probably, probably shot, boys. <laughs> he got it. He got it. He got it. <laughs> he got Full it, point, it. Greaseball. Awesome work. Fantastic band. I've seen them three times live. That's fantastic. Okay, here we go. Next one. How's that? Just leave it at that?
3: Yeah,
0: sure. That is a weird intro.
2: Well, it's a weird band. Yeah. I've seen them. You
0: have? Well, yeah, they they were just on tour.
2: I saw them years ago. They're great.
0: I always thought they looked weird.
2: Yeah, they're all right.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. One of the cats knocked over the door.
2: That sounded good. Yeah. I thought that you were playing another uh, percussion intro. Hey, Ryan got it. And Greaseball.
0: Half point for Greaseball, half point for Ryan
2: that means uh, so th- that's our last song and
0: it was the uh, West End Girls by Pet Shop Boys and it was the one before and this last song right. was your wildest dreams by the Moody Blues
2: so Ryan and Andy tied with three and a half points Greaseball and a strong second with two points and Daniel Copeland with one point dude that was pretty sweet fun oh,
0: good 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 work tonight guys well, yeah, was, I mean I think we should finish up with some news
3: It's the Arcade News with Adam All
0: Alright, this first article comes from Florida Today. A man loses game punches the screen at Sully's Backstreet Bar in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, After losing at an arcade game in a bar, a Melbourne man put his fist through the screen and pushed the bar owner, according to a police report.
2: Crikey! Crikey! Oh!
0: He's a big one. If I'm not yeah. careful, I'll be dead in seconds. Yeah. Darren Cotismo, 53, of the 400 block of Avenue B, which it's great they give his address. Like, <laughs>
2: Um, really? Well, they just kind of generally, like if you hang around the block. Yeah, if,
0: yeah. The 53-year-old was charged with a criminal mischief following the incident at Sully's Backstreet Bar in the 1800 block of Avocado Avenue. No joke, that's the name of the street. So, uh, just east of US 1 and north of Aurora Road. There's a, there's a what is US the, 1 yeah, what, in the there United in Australia. States? I don't get it. Why are they telling us all the, the logistical details of where this guy is? It's like they're
2: probably like well this originally the article was like 25 letters you know words were long and they're like hey let's put all the address put his address
0: in there and make it really fun. Yeah anyway. get charged by
2: the by the word. Oh
0: yeah. So uh, this next Game one Rant is by Game Rant and uh, Fortnite was given a retro arcade makeover by fans. Note um. Uh, I should play this red uh, YouTube link while I'm reading this.
2: Yes. Okay. So, um. That's funny you read <laughs> out loud your instructions.
0: <laughs> but it's funny because I can't, it can't click on the link. It just doesn't, oh, I have to like copy it. It's just, I, it's very. No.
2: if you click, if you click on the red. Okay. I'm and cl- you look above the big blue box. I
0: have a cell. There's a cell. There's a
2: little link with a little icon that's like, un, you know, with a little arrow. You see it? Nope.
0: Oh, there it is. But it was hidden by it because it looks a little
2: higher up on top of that. Yeah.
0: So this is kind of complicated because I got to put it in here and then this. And so I should have these queued up, Uh right? Yeah, yeah. So Fortnite was given a retro arcade makeover by fans. It's already been made clear that the Fortnite player community is an incredibly talented and creative group of people. Fans have designed their own custom skins as well as those based on crossover partnerships. They've come up with hilarious memes, and they've come up with a brilliant way of securing victory royales. The latest fan creation is yet another example. On YouTube, you can go see this right now on our channel, um, Fortnite uh, content creator jhb team posted a video called fortnite the arcade game which imagines the multiplayer shooter as a totally retro arcade style platformer the video switches out of the uh, games soaring orchestral blockbuster movie uh, music for some delightful chiptune sound effects such as when the player uh, character loots a a downed enemy and then weapons in this uh, fan creation are more like pew 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 than ricocheting pops and, and things like that so um oh and there's a heads up display that flashes uh insert coin just like a real arcade title would so check that out uh we just put a clip of it up on the screen so uh also uh, from Klov, uh we have a little news uh, that most of you may or may not know. So if you're a clover, great. And if you're not, um, there's, a, there's a man by the name of uh, Bob Roberts. We call him the real Bob Roberts. And many of us uh, have used Bob's services over the years um, to uh, help complete our games. Mark, how many, did, you ever, did you ever buy anything from this gentleman?
2: Yeah, he sent me some stuff and he cross uh mailed it so cross that I it? had to ship him a check. I guess he wasn't a PayPaler. <laughs> no. And, uh, not you know, at all. and you know and you know you you had to like ship your check off quick cuz he mailed he mailed his stuff that day and
0: Well, just there was no PayPal when he started.
2: There wasn't, but I mean not I started even. talking to him in, like 2013 or yeah,
0: so. yeah so i actually used him probably in 2006 or 7 and then i didn't send my check right away and i got put on the blacklist and i had to earn my way back onto the good list so for cross shipping that is that's when someone agrees to ship you something immediately and you promise to send the check so anyway um there's the Alaskan Zen uh user on Clav wrote Bob is alive. I got a response today from an old email I sent, and uh it says we haven't been able to reopen yet due to health reasons, and we most uh likely will only open to sell off remaining stock whenever possible. We may be able to help you with some items in the meantime, just a bit slow. um we moved to maine, so uh apparently the doctors are better there so um, the next news item comes from cinema blend and all over the internet and my email um, today uh, I believe it's today the Atari VCS went up for official pre-orders um, it had uh, something like 10,000 backers to to raise the funds for this at two million three thousand five hundred you know three hundred fifty three thousand eight hundred seventeen dollars for the console so um, those people uh, I assume are getting consoles because they contributed uh, in some way, but the pre-orders are up, and uh, the console ranges from two to three hundred dollars. Um, it looks cool, but I, I have no real interest in it. I don't know about you, Mark.
2: It's I'm like, gonna wait till they are starting to sell them at garage sales. Well, I, you
0: know, there's it's. I don't know how you sell something and have two million dollars worth of investments when you don't know what it's gonna do.
2: Like, I don't know there's a lot of dumb people. I guess it's like.
0: <laughs> We're gonna make a a car, and it's gonna have wheels. Have in- it's gonna have wheels, and it'll have it'll have an engine. Right. Um, orders will start at three thousand uh, dollars, so we can guarantee that it's a really good car. It'll it'll run on
2: retro roads, and um, I don't think car's a good example. How about this? We're gonna make a movie. Okay, we're gonna make a movie. It's gonna be two hours long. Two hours and long. You'll be able to watch it on a screen, but we don't know who's in it or what it's about or where <laughs> it is or anything. Well, actually, I would go to that movie
0: because a movie is, is like a, of a, a
2: white screen. That's
0: a cheap investment. Like $300, they better be doing something unique under the hood because you can go buy a PlayStation 4 for $300. bucks. is the VCS got that a PS4 doesn't? Well, we don't know. Well, apparently it has Atari retro games in it. So. Okay. It comes with a joystick. Which, what, what if there's paddle games? I hate it when they ship those little Atari flashbacks and there's the paddle games are in there and there's no paddle. How do you play any of the paddle games?
2: I know. They just, what, hard code the joystick to move left and right at a certain speed or something? I don't, I don't know. It's very it's annoying. It's not like it's, a, you know, vectored or whatever. Kaboom. Yeah. What do you do
0: with Kaboom? I love Kaboom. It's a great game.
2: Oh, yeah. We were just talking about this uh, as you're driving home. Mm -hmm. Kaboom, a 2K game. 2K? That's it? Yeah. Well, I mean, what? Some prison guy dropping bombs uh, on a... I don't remember what... Was it a green wall? I don't remember exactly. It was a green wall. Why was that wall green?
0: Hmm. because it was probably cheap to run that color. I don't know. Maybe sure. it was a different color than other colors. And it, mm.
2: It's interesting. I, I, I've read about That's Activision. Prophetic. And they had a specific color palette of very bright and beautiful colors. And they used those uh, constantly in their games so that, the, you know, they would all sort of be, you know, share that in common where, you know, I don't remember how many colors. Mm-hmm. It was like 35 colors or something.
0: Speaking of bright and beautiful colors, your monitors all look pretty good back there on your Nintendo machines.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, the Popeye needs a, a cap kit. Um, I have one of Ian Kellogg's first ever cap kits uh, before he opened his store, and he sent it just for me to try out. Okay. And one day, I'm going to put it inside of this game. <laughs> After the cap sound dried up. killing 4,900 monitors. Nice, nice. But, um, yeah, uh, I think... You know that this this Donkey Kong Junior was restored by fet- Fetish Boy actually. Really, and uh, he sold it to his buddy, and th- who one day decided he just didn't want to be in the hobby. And I got this, and I think I got this: the Donkey Kong Three and a Super Mario Brothers, uh, versus uh cabinet from that guy. I like Donkey Kong things. Three.
0: Donkey Kong Three is great.
2: Yeah, I enjoy it. I mean. I like to do the little dance that you know and he Do <laughs> that part? Yeah. Yeah. Like if I cosplayed anything, I would dress up as you know not Stanley? Mario, what's his name? I forget. Stanley. Stanley. I would dress up as Stanley mm-hmm. and just dance that and have my wife carry a boombox playing that song.
0: Stanley is the is the weird cousin of Mario and Luigi it never gets any love. He didn't make it onto a t-shirt or anything. Stanley! I think I'm going to make Stanley t-shirts and see if I can get away with it. Do it. Yeah. That'd be fun. It's
2: pretty, it's a, you know, an esoteric character. I like them. All right. So, um, the, that's, um,
0: I think that's pretty much the, um, the arcade news.
2: Yeah. We ran out of stuff.
0: Yeah. Do you know.
2: Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that's all she wrote
2: Wow I love that That's a good bumper to the end of that
0: It's uh It's stolen from Batman It's hilarious That's when the Joker comes on And he's like He's talking about Smilex Remember that Let's put a smile on their face (laughs) Just one more time for fun
2: I wonder if Danny Elfman wrote that.
0: I I, I would suspect it's on that soundtrack, um, right? The the two disc from Intrada or whatever or Lala can't remember who
3: did it. La La
0: La La Land. La La La. Yeah. So um, I don't know, man. That sort of wraps it up for this week. We went in total reverse order. It didn't work out it so seemed,
2: bad. It seemed sort of natural.
0: Yeah. Maybe a little confusing to some of the guests. Yeah, <laughs> Wednesday, and we went backwards. How more weird could it be?
2: I don't know. How many, how weird do you want it to be? Very. We're weird. getting weird, man. It's getting weird in here. All
0: right. Well, this is Arcade Radio. Are we caught up on the on the iTunes? Oh yes. Excellent. So we'll try to get this up in the next couple of uh, twenty four hours here.
2: And oh, I I'll, yeah yeah. Before I take off for SFGE.
0: All right. uh, thanks for listening in We might have to use my copy because you were gone For like 15 seconds Oh, well, it's see. still well, on YouTube I'm
2: not recording, I just downloaded it off of YouTube
0: Yeah, you gotta get it before they flag it
2: Yeah, flag- I could still get it <laughs> <laughs> I just log in as one of those countries That don't give a crap about piracy <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious Totally Philippines or something I don't know <laughs> No right. no disrespect to any <laughs> listeners in the Philippines
0: Are you German? The lead singer of Journey is from the Philippines
2: the, uh,
0: Yeah It's been an all journey, all night, all week Greaseball <laughs> says I he know. wants his money back
2: <laughs> We'll send it to you
0: Alright, let's see if we can crash this thing
2: Sorry, VCS looks like like a Necronomicon type thing. <laughs> like you could open a portal to hell or something with like Maybe that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> you could be right.
0: There it is. It's kind of pretty. I wonder if I could play Rocket League on it.
2: I think it could hold a door open with the way it's shaped.
0: Just when you thought the song was over.
2: Extended
0: Of the rare times we make it to the end.
2: Hello? Hello? Hello?